You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 202 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the show. My name is Sean, and I'm... I've been your host for almost four years, and I talk about all kinds of things from sex to love to dating and loss, mental health, uh, fun things like pop culture, you name it, and it's probably been a topic on one of these episodes. So if you're new, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, thanks for coming back. What are we talking about this week? Well, I uh, had originally planned to talk about uh, mistakes and happy accidents, maybe do like a Bob Ross retrospective. But basically what happened was, as you may or may not know, I am one of the co-hosts of the Cosmic Pizza podcast, along with my British buddies, Paul and Dan. And last week, what uh, I did was sent Paul a, uh, a raw audio file for an extra toppings because what we do on that show is every two weeks two weeks excuse me uh, two weeks we record a main episode and on the off weeks we record like uh, a 10 minute update or whatever is happening in the world we'll talk about and we take turns so last week it was my turn and uh, Paul always edits the thing so what happened was uh, he edited the thing very well, very nicely, but he accidentally released the raw file. So for the first three or four days that it was out before we caught it, uh, you heard all my pauses, uh, microphone sounds. There were there were no uh, promos put in. Uh, it was okay. I, I listened back to the whole thing and I was like, well, it was all right, but... Uh, it didn't flow. It wasn't edited because obviously it was the raw audio file. It had all my pauses where I stop and try to think about things. So anyway, he fixed that up and the original file is out now and it's all nice and good. So that's fine. But I was going to do a whole episode on accidents or mistakes and how that affects us. But I didn't really have enough for a whole 20, 25 minute episode. So then I was thinking, what else can I talk about? And wouldn't you know it, something has been on my mind the last few weeks. And I figure I better get it out into the universe, let the universe know exactly what I want instead of holding it inside of me. So if I do put it out into the universe, that way the universe will make it manifest or whatever, you know, the secret and all that stuff. Put it out there and you'll get what you want. So what is it that I've been thinking about? Well, I've been thinking about starting my own business. Now, this, of course, is not the first time I've thought about starting my own business, but this time it's the most closest to reality that it has ever been. Uh, so I think what we'll do before I get into that and uh, 
get carried away and wax nostalgic and speculate and all that kind of fun stuff i'm going to play a promo for the monster sci-fi podcast i believe it's called i think that's what i downloaded uh anyway i'll edit it in here the kid and i have flown from one side of the galaxy to the other we've been listening to a lot of strange podcasts but the monster sci-fi show stands above the rest isn't that right Quarku? i still hate that name The Monster Sci-Fi Show is part of the ESO Network. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. And wasn't that a wonderful podcast promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network? Of course it was. Go check that out after you finish listening to this and all episodes of the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. Okay, so a business. Why the heck do I want to start a business, especially in COVID times? Isn't that a little bit dangerous and reckless and stupid? I don't know. But what I do know is that I've been thinking about this for 30 years and recently because of uh, certain developments in either my confidence or I don't even know exactly how my mindset has changed exactly uh, but it's consuming me like a house on fire my soul is on fire and I need to get this out of my system okay so for a bit of history and background on your host like I've mentioned in previous episodes I have always been a collector I've collected pop culture stuff at least since the early 90s. And I've been a collector of other random doodads from before that time. But uh, starting in about 91 or 92, I really got into collecting action figures and whatnot. When I was, maybe it was 92, maybe it was a little bit before that. I'm not sure of the exact year, but I was either early teenage years or late tweens, anywhere from the age of uh, 11 to 16, I'll, I'll guess. Let's say I was I was 13 or 14, just to make it easy. So when I was 14, what I would do in the summers is we lived in an apartment complex, and there were probably six or seven apartment buildings in this one localized area in Sault Ste. Marie. That would be on Dacey Road for any Sault Ste. Marieites, Sioux-ites. It was the Terry Fox apartment complex. And what I would do is I would uh, gather up a bunch of things and I would set up a table and a chair and have a little cash box and I would sell toys and whatnot to the neighborhood kids. Uh, I used to collect popsicle sticks and beer bottle caps and I would make ashtrays and uh, uh, drink coasters and all kinds of things and I would gather up old toys and you name it, whatever I could find, I would have a little table set up and I would just sit in the heat and sell to the neighborhood kids. And I, I, I can't remember how much I sold, how often I did it, but I do have specific memories of doing that quite a bit for probably a few summers, actually. And all I've ever wanted to do since about that age is be a business owner. I thought it would be a great fun. And uh, I, I never actually ended up doing it. But I've had all kinds of jobs. I've had retail jobs, like I was the delivery coordinator at Home Depot. I was a phone minion or a customer service rep for uh, a call center for about five years. Uh, But my most favorite jobs that I've ever had were the low-paying ones. I was a cashier at a corner store, a convenience store, Mike's Mart, for uh, those in the know. I don't know if they had those in the U.S. or anywhere else, but in Canada we had... First they were called Max, and then there were Max Milk, and then Mike's Mart, and all that kind of stuff. That, That company. Mike's, Max, Becker's, and Wink's. Uh, It was a whole chain, and now they're all Circle K's here in town. But uh, I did 
two or three times throughout my 20s and that was always my favorite job. I just loved the customer interaction, standing behind the counter, being the uh, king of all I surveyed and uh, just taking the cash from people, having chats and discussions and getting to know the customers because there was always regulars and, and that was great fun and I freaking loved it. So I've always wanted to do that, but of course, not having any foresight or whatever, I never took any business courses uh, in university uh, or college or whatever. Uh, but in high school, my favorite class was my marketing class. So I've always been drawn to this. I've just never really pursued anything. So that's all well and good. Uh, so I've got this history of enjoying retail, actually selling things to the neighborhood kids, um, I've gone to several geek conventions and sold some of my collectibles. And I, I just love the sales environment for whatever reason. I don't know why I do. It's just something I love. Maybe it's partly making money, but I think it's just seeing the eyes light up on the customers when they see something that they add it to their collection. Okay, put them down. Come on, little buddy. There you go. Okay, shut the door. So that's what I basically think it is. And my stepdaughter just brought in the puppy. So if I'm a little bit distracted, it's because I've got a dog running around the floor here. But anyway, back to the story. Oh, can you hear him? Okay, let me pick him up. Where is he? Come here. Where are you, buddy? Come here. All right, here, you can sit on my lap and we'll talk in the microphone together. Okay, so normally I would edit all that out, but that's kind of uh, the fun of... An independent podcast. Happy little accidents, right? So, back to the story. In 2006, I think it was, about 15 years ago, what I did was I was really set on finally opening up a business. But I was late 20s, maybe maybe 30 years old at that point, and I did not have the confidence or the knowledge or the money to open up the business. But I did go ahead and register the business name. I think it was only 50 or $60 to do that for a, a five-year uh, term for the, the business name. And of course, what was it? It was the Rusted Robot. The Rusted Robot. Think about it. And like many of you know, I never did open up a comic book shop, but I did start a podcast called the Rusted Robot Podcast because I just like that name. So anyway, back in 2006, I registered the business, got a business number, I also looked up suppliers and locations and all kinds of stuff. I even talked to the local bookstore owner here in town about ideas and whatnot. And what I really wanted to do was open up the Rusted Robot comic book shop. But I, 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 was, I was afraid. I, I didn't think it would be successful. I, I didn't have the money for it. I hadn't been here in this town very long, so I didn't really know too much about the uh, demographics and all that kind of fun stuff. And I wasn't connected yet. So I, uh, I, I spent weeks and weeks on it. I, I did partial business plan, uh, all kinds of different things. I, I can't even remember because that's, like I said, 15 years ago. So I never did anything with it, but the idea never went away. And in the meantime, Kitty and Julie opened up Jump City Comic Books here in town. And that has been going since, I believe, uh, December of maybe 2014. I think it was 2014 when they opened up their business. And they opened it up here on Pine Street. Um, and then they had that location for a few years. And then a few years ago, they moved into the 101 Mall, also on Pine Street. 
uh, they've been doing okay. I, I don't think they're making a fortune, but they're doing all right. And people always come in and buy the comic books. And, and I've uh, put some of my stuff on consignment there and made a few dollars here and there as well. Uh, never anything to make a fortune out of, but they have a lot of stock and uh, a lot of customers and all kinds of fun. So the last three weeks or so, I have been trying to seriously downsize my collection. Actually, the last four years I've been downsizing, taking my stuff to conventions. And there's a, uh, a vintage toy store in Sault Ste. Marie, my hometown, that I often go to when I get back there and bring some of my stuff and sell it to him and make a few bucks and buy a few things from him as well. But the last three weeks, I was like, all right, it's, it's time to, uh, to downsize my collection because I've probably got 20 or 30 totes of toys, action figures, prop replicas, dinky cars, uh, you name it. There, there's so many things, I don't even know what I have. In order to not be overwhelmed by my things, I'm just taking one or two totes at a time, taking pictures of some things, and posting it on my Facebook page to see what I can sell. And I haven't sold a lot, but there's been quite a few comments and interactions and stuff, and I've made a few dollars here and there and probably gotten rid of five or six different things uh, in the last two, three weeks. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why don't I go ahead and I, I, I can actually open up my business? Uh, because I think one of the reasons why I didn't want to back in 2006 was because I'd have to rent a space and that would be like at least at the minimum a thousand dollars a month and i would have to sell a whole heck of a lot just to pay the bills and then make a little bit of profit so i could put that back into stock and get more stuff it just wasn't feasible i didn't think it was a good idea so i've uh, recently come across a lot of empty buildings here in timmins why are they empty uh, either because the businesses have closed down because of covid or the rents are too high i'm not sure what all the reasons are but if you go down the main streets here in town uh, pine and third actually are the two main streets uh, there are quite a few empty buildings i'm thinking to myself hmm what is the best option here uh, so i did find a building that's for sale and it's got three units in it one is a garage one is an apartment and one is a storefront and i've been doing a lot of calculations uh, it's actually been keeping me up at night uh, because it's all i can think about for the last week or so uh, so actually th this past monday just a few days ago i contacted a realtor and looked at a particular building uh, and it turns out that with the cost of the building if i rent the garage and i rent the apartment that'll cover the mortgage payments the taxes the sewer and the water and the heat costs and that way the storefront is basically bonus so anything i sell in there is all pure profit which can go back in towards stock so if i buy the building and rent out the other parts that pay for everything then it's not costing me anything and i can do it evenings and weekends after my post office job because i can't quit my post office job because that's where i get my government pension i get my benefits and all that kind of fun stuff so work at evenings and weekends after work and i think this could really make a go of it i think it would be really successful uh, i've talked to a bunch of people about it uh i talked to my brother who is an accountant and he said i would i would be dumb not to do it because especially if the other two units pay for the the front unit and it doesn't cost me anything out of pocket then it's a great idea and especially because i've been thinking about this for over 30 years uh, 
Uh, I've got a couple other people who said, well, maybe you should start just uh, building a website and selling online out of your house. And I thought about that, but that's, I think, a little bit more time consuming and more work. And then I have to ship the stuff. I have to take the pictures. I have to maintain the website. Uh, it's, it's just too much. So I'm really thinking that this is the way to go. I'm going to buy this building. I'm going to rent out the two units. That's going to pay for everything. I'm going to get some shelving and display signs and all kinds of different things. And I'm going to open up a toy store, the Rusted Robot uh, Pop Culture Shop, uh, the Rusted Robot Toys, Antiques, and Collectibles. I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to call it, uh, but I, I want to sell action figures, new and used. Uh, I want to do buy, sell, trade. I want to have uh, records playing in the background. I want to have a little coffee bar. I want to have... Uh, what else do I want to have? Um, I should have written the, all of this down, but it's all in my mind. Basically, I've got all the stock that I would need to open up the place. Uh, I know another guy in town who would uh, sell me a bunch of his collectibles, and I think it would be a self-perpetuating business. And there are a lot of geeks in town. A lot of people collect stuff. Uh, so I'd need Pokemon cards. I'd need wrestling figures. Uh, just all kinds of random things. And maybe a 3D printer. I could offer 3D printer services. There's also a back room. It's not super huge, but it's just big enough. And I could either have somebody do uh, body piercing or tattooing in there, or it could be a hairdresser, could have it open up for D&D uh, games. I'm not sure what the options are, but the possibilities are probably endless. So I just need shelving. And uh, because we're in COVID lockdown right now here in Ontario, what I could do is buy the building and set it up perfectly. And then when the lockdowns finally end, I would be ready on opening day to just open the doors and have all the customers just come in and spend all the money that they haven't been able to spend because everything's been closed. So that's basically my idea. The Rusted Robot Pop Culture Shop. Did I say pot or pop? I don't know. But anyway, uh, it's a toy store. It's going to have antiques in it. It's going to have records, uh, posters, uh, some of my other brother's uh, t-shirts because he's a t-shirt guy. Check out I don't want a apparel on Facebook if you'd like to make some orders. He's always got new designs. That's a plug for you there, Brother Robin. Hope you appreciate it. Uh, but anyway, that is what's going on on my mind. Uh, my next step is to talk to the Timmins Economic Development Board or whatever they're calling themselves and see if I can get any government grants or loans, uh, any advice, any uh, mentorship, because uh, I've never owned a business. I don't know the first thing about it. It's a little bit scary, but... At this point in my life, where I'm just a few months shy of my 45th birthday, I have the confidence and I'm finally ready to do this. So I just have to uh, knock on the door and see what the options are and we'll go from there. So anyway, that, my friends, is what has been on my mind the last little bit. Uh, it's all I can think about. I'm having sleepless nights because I'm consumed by this idea and I'm really hoping to go ahead and get this done. So we'll see if that happens. And uh, if not, well, everybody says if you don't do it, then you're going to kick yourself in the ass. Uh, you're always going to wonder what if and all that kind of fun stuff. So I guess I'm going to try it because what have I got to lose other than several thousands of dollars, right? Ha, exactly. So anyway, that's what's going on in my life. I wanted to thank all the recent people who have uh, submitted feedback for me, uh, especially uh, Bill and Nathan and anybody else I missed. I appreciate 
when you send me words because I like to read them. It's always gratifying, and thank you very much. But until next time, we'll talk again soon. Take care of yourselves, and remember, making a big life change is pretty scary. But know what's even scarier? Regret. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Dreaming about starting your own business? Got a brilliant idea and you just know it could work. Well, you're not alone. Many Canadians like you have their own business dreams. So turn your dream into reality. It's time to get started. This video is about the four steps you need to set up a formal legal business in Canada. Here's a simple example. Let's say you have a dream to start your own business doing what you love, designing fun playrooms for kids. And let's say you want to keep it simple for now. No employees, no fancy office, just you meeting with clients at your kitchen table. Sounds pretty simple, but what do you need to go from a dream to a solid business plan to an official business? A good business plan is critical. A realistic look at your market, your customers, and your goals, current and future. It should map out what success means for your business. From there, details of the next steps are different in each province or territory. So you need to find out how it works where you want to operate your business. But a typical new business starts with these four steps. The most basic first step for every new business in Canada is to choose a legal ownership structure. And for example, you may have trouble choosing between sole proprietorship, really being the business yourself, and incorporation, setting up a separate legal entity. This decision is very important. So visit canadabusiness.gc.ca for useful information to help you decide. Step two is to decide on a name. What are you going to call your business? You could choose to work under your own full name. And if you're a sole proprietor, you may be able to do that with no business license. But if you want to use a unique business name, you'll need to apply for a business license. Step three involves getting a business license. The document that allows your business to operate in a specific province, territory, or city. Step four is registering your business which is different from getting a business license. Registration is about getting a business number to communicate with government and about setting up your taxes. So those are the basics, four steps that will get your business started. Decide on your legal structure and business name, then look into business licensing and registration, and there you have it, you're on your way. Need more information? please check online or call toll-free 1-888-576-4444 to speak to a Canada Business Network specialist in your area and start your business, Canada. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, 
your station for all things geek.